Hi, this is Sarah O'Connell. And this is Jonah Trebowasser. Welcome back to another edition of Radio Rotary, sponsored by local Rotarians, your friends dedicated to service. Each week we chat with your neighbors about great things happening in your community and around the world. People sharing ways to improve your life. And Jonah, today we're going to be speaking with fellow Rotarian Lou Trapani about theater in the Hudson Valley. So we want our listeners to stay tuned. Don't go anyplace because we'll be right back after these important messages. And then the curtain will rise. And applause, applause, applause. Yay. <laughs> Alone, our reach is limited. No matter how great our intentions, on our own, we can only stretch so far. But at Rotary, we believe the right group of people working together can make our communities, our world a better place. Rotary is a worldwide network of community volunteers dedicated to helping people in need. Learn more at rotary.org. Rotary. Humanity in motion. For information about Rotary in the Hudson Valley, visit www.rotarydistrict7210.org. Hi, this is Sarah O'Connell, and welcome back to this edition of Radio Rotary this morning. I am joined by my co-host, the ever ham-bone theater lover, actor Who extraordinaire. Doesn't? Who doesn't love theater? Jonah Trebowasser. Well, well everybody, good morning, Sarah O'Connell. Everybody in this room loves theater, that's, that's for right. sure. We and all have body parts in, in theater and past lives. And, and especially our very special guest, Rhinebeck Rotarian Lou Trapani. And he is not just a Rotarian, he right. is also the managing director of the Center for, is it Performing Arts in Rhinebeck? At the Center for Performing Arts at Rhinebeck. At Rhinebeck. There we go. Wrong well, preposition. Always a, always a pleasure to see you, <laughs> you and welcome too. back Thank to you. Radio Rotary. Thank you. Um, we're going to be talking about the center, uh, what it offers in the way of uh, outstanding uh, regional and community theater for the public, uh, theater in the Hudson Valley, and in some of the um, uh, courses that you folks offer. It's just terrific. But uh, tell us, first of all, how did the center get started? Well, um, you know, our good friend Andy Weintraub had been the president of the Rhinebeck Theater Society, and I think you were with them before the tent existed. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I go back to 1989 season. So you were like in the first Pre-tent. two or three years. Yes. Yeah, and that, that's and when I played the handsome juvenile. Now I play crotchety old guys. Well, you remember <laughs> that you were always looking for a home. You were at the Morton Library right. for a while. You were at the Industrial Park. You were at Town Hall. You were at Jack Russo's. Which is Andy, okay for a while, and then it gets well, old. It, 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 <laughs> it gets really old establish you when, when you try to sophisticate your sets and lights and sound because you have to keep carrying everything with you. So Andy's dream was to have a permanent home, and we had the property on Route 308, and for four years it was a tent. Right. And then the building was constructed thanks to the community, a lot of uh, generous people. And we opened July 1st, 1998, and it's been nonstop since then. We know the tent was actually a lot of fun to perform in, except in August. You know, it was very we, hot. We, we had. I remember one show we did. We were supposed to take place in the fall and the winter, and we're all in heavy wool costumes. Yeah. Oh boy! And it's yeah. ninety degrees and like yeah. eight thousand degree humidity. And it the was, worst we, thing is if you were <laughs> performing in the tent and you had a heavy rainstorm because yeah. that, that picked up. Like oh yeah, it yeah. Sounds yeah. like you're like a machine yeah. gun, exactly. Yeah. But we always had a lot of fun. It, it, yeah. It's a tremendously rewarding experience to be part of theater, I kind either of on the stage tent in many, many ways. <laughs> well, you can always pitch one, you know, yes. and do something oh, in a tent. Do it. Do a show that takes place in a tent. It's yeah. a tremendously yeah. rewarding uh, experience, not just to be out front of the, of the footlights, you know, but also backstage. We have a lot of people who dedicate themselves for decades to the center for performing well, arts know, and, and we, never never set foot on the stage. Yeah, They're all backstage we, people. We do a lot of training now. In fact, we're. Um, 
the, this show will air after our summer arts camp, but we just had the biggest arts camp. It was nine weeks long. There were something like 15 different courses, and a lot of them are technical courses. So we're teaching people how to do sound, how to do lights, how to build sets, oh, that's how to wonderful. stage manage. Including kids. It, yeah. It, all all levels. Yeah. All levels. So um, who teaches the classes? Um, people who are working at the center, staff members, and people who have had professional careers. And who is your technical director? Well, Dave Popolescu has been our tech for uh, about seven years now, and he teaches the stage, well, he teaches the stage craft course, the lighting course, the sound course, and of course, we have a very sophisticated computer uh, rigging system, so mm-hmm. you do need to be trained on it. And then we have other folks who have been uh, uh, professional stage managers who teach a stage managing course. Oh, so and, important. Yeah. The stage very, manager. Well, that, well, that's what a key, key person. Job. Absolutely. It keeps everything running. You mm-hmm. know, the director can be very artistic, but not particularly organized in the stage management. Well, they're the create more creative. So what people, just for our listening audience, because I'm sure they want to learn as much as they can too during our broadcast, is a lot of people don't understand that once the show is what they call up, mounted on its feet, whatever, the um, and you open, really the show gets turned over to the stage manager. That's the tradition, and that's what we usually do. Yes, it's the stage manager's show from opening night on, and the director is... The director sometimes leaves. Sometimes. Maybe they're not. You you just came off a a fabulously successful run of Les Mis. In fact, our engineer, the wizard of the board, uh, Jay Versey, brought his family to it and has been raving about it here in the studio before we went on the air. And uh, folks at home, you have to understand that when you go to the Center for Performing Arts on Route 308 in Rhinebeck and see a show there, you're seeing Broadway-quality shows, but not Broadway prices. Um, just uh, and, and, and it's amazing the, the talent you've got out there. You've got people whose day jobs are butchers, ba- bakers, candlestick makers, lawyers, yeah. <laughs> bankers, oh, really, yeah. um, and and they just but they have a love for talent. theater and maybe have had experience. These maybe are, not. It's all different levels. These are of a experience. lot of people who who uh, may have studied theater, and mm-hmm. there are a lot of people at the Center for Performing Arts who actually had careers in New York many, many, many years ago, and uh, for whatever reason, they found themselves leaving New York, changing their profession, but they still have the knowledge and the desire, so it gives us the ability to to be kind of a notch up, you Mm -hmm. know. Um, and Les Mis was a fabulous show, fabulous show, directed by Kevin Archambault. Um, and you and talk he, about he directs for you pretty regularly. He directs, he? yeah. You know, choreographs. The, the thing that people don't really understand about the center, we don't produce everything. We have many companies who come in and do a what they use shows. your facility. They use the facility, but everybody uh, blames us or congratulates <laughs> us, but it's not necessarily our show. So Kevin does work for Center Stage, which is the center's own company, but he also works for Up and One Productions. And he's done things for castaway players. In fact, right now, uh, Greece is playing. It's a co-production of uh, the Center for Performing Arts and Castaway. It's directed by a fellow named Sean Matthew Whiteford, and he's done Rocky Hara and some other things for us. I mean, he's a very, very talented young man. So that's playing right now. That will close on September the 21st. That's a Sunday. Can I give a plug for our big fundraiser? Oh, please do. Absolutely. All right, we're doing Viva Las Vegas on oh. Saturday. Viva Las Vegas. And well, it's funny that you sing that because the star attraction on Saturday, September 27 is our good friend Johnny Dell as Fat Elvis. Uh (laughs) He's doing doing Elvis in his later years. And the great thing about this um, production is there's no admission. 
It's a cash bar, free hors d'oeuvres, silent auction, live auction, games of chance, and you can win center merchandise. Now, now, if you're gonna have if you have hors d'oeuvres, they have to be what Elvis ate, which was I understand was a peanut butter and peanut banana butter, sandwich, right? I thought it was peanut butter and bacon. Peanut butter and bacon was it? Uh, that yeah, oh, I think that's okay. what he loved. In fact, he used to get in his jet and they would fly hundreds of miles to go to his famous takeout place. Uh-huh. So, yeah, that, so that's what maybe happens. you'll have some Elvis trivia. At the, well, Johnny, at the uh, yeah, you know, Johnny will uh, uh, pull out all the stops. He's uh-huh. got a great backup group. And again, every every uh, dollar that we raise is for the center. Um, as you know, Jonah, even though our prices are between 22 and $26 to see a show, to run a facility like that, you sure. can't possibly live off the box office. need contributions. So this fundraiser, uh, we hope to make at least $20,000. And how, how many events do you have a year that are outside of the performance aspect? Is Only this, this one. This one? This so this is your one. big ooh so you want year. people to come out. Yeah. And is it held at the Center? At the Center for Performing oh, Arts. We're turning it into a Las Vegas uh, uh, showroom It'll have a stage at one end. It'll have a bar and a dining area at the other end. And we'll have games of chance on the stage. Oh, sounds like a lot of fun. And again, for our listening audience that just joined us, this is a free event. It's a cash bar. There'll be lots of activities, lots of performance. And the theme is, again, Lou? Viva Las Vegas. And it's at the center. Starring? Starring Johnny Dell as Fat Elvis. Okay. And it's going to be at the Center for Performing Arts on Route 308 in Rhinebeck. And, Lou, it's a good time now to get the phone number out for the box office because we're going to go over some of the great uh, offerings you're going to be putting on stage between now and the end of the year. So what's the phone number for the box office? Okay, area code 845-876-3080. And you call us Tuesday through Friday between the hours of noon and 5, Saturday 1 to 5. But if you're in a hurry, you can always order tickets online 24 hours a day, www.centerforperformingarts.org. And the four is an effort. Four. Yes, and okay. four. So folks at home, get a pencil and paper, because we will repeat that in the second half of the show. Lou, what got you interested in theater? You know, well, we don't. We we need like a week to talk about that. No, I can tell you. I was a, this is a standard story. I was a sickly child. I spent a lot of time um, lying in bed, and my parents bought a, a television in 1952. And in the early days of TV, a lot of the programming was old movies because right. they hadn't sophisticated yet the network system. Network. Do you remember the Million Dollar Movie on Channel I do. Nine? They play King yeah. Kong twelve yeah. times a week. 12 I used to watch Million Dollar Movie all the time. And so I was watching a lot of films when I was... All the old MGM Six or seven years films. old. Yeah. yeah. All the musicals. And it, Well, I wasn't actually a musical buff. I was very interested. You're a legit. <laughs> I liked the classics like The Hunchback of Notre Dame, oh, Miserable, Tale of Two Cities, uh-huh. Prisoner of Zenda, Robin Hood. And those were all the things that got me excited. And we're going to find out more about Lou Trapani and the Center for Performing Arts in just a moment. But first, let remind our listeners, they're in tune with Radio Rotary on the air and around the world by podcast on iTunes and at RadioRotary.org. My name is Jonah Treborn. Awesome. My co-host is the star of, se- of stage, screen, and, and dance floors, Miss Sarah <laughs> O'Connell, and our very special guest, Rhinebeck Rotarian Lou Trapani. Sarah, 
Who puts us on stage this week for Radio Rotary? Well, Jonah, Radio Rotary is sponsored by JGS, your essential partner for all of your accounting and business consulting needs. And you can call them at 845-692-9500. And by Salisbury Bank and Trust, your local bank for all of your personal business and wealth management needs. Visit them at salisburybank.com. And also by the featured Rotary Clubs of East Fishkill, Fishkill, Goshen, Highland, and Hyde Park, New York. And we'll be back with more Radio Rotary after these important messages. <laughs> Got a whole lot of money that's ready to burn, so get those stakes up higher. There's a thousand pretty women waiting out there. They're all living the devil may care. And I am just a devil with love to spare, so beaver! Salisbury Bank and Trust offers personal and business banking, residential mortgages, commercial lending, and trust and wealth management services. With locations throughout the tri-state region, in Dutchess County, the northwest corner of Connecticut, and southern Berkshire County, Massachusetts, Salisbury Bank is your personal bank in your community. Making local decisions and delivering the highest quality of customer service. Salisbury Bank is your local bank for all of your personal business and wealth management needs. Check us out at Salisbury salisburybank.com that's salisburybank.com salisbury bank and trust member fdic an equal housing lender salisbury bank enriching Patterson Rotary Club invites you to their third annual Blues and Barbecue Festival at the Patterson Fire Department, 13 Burdick Road in Patterson on Saturday, September 13th from noon until 7 p.m. Mouth-watering barbecue, seven great blues acts, a classic and custom car cruise, kids' activities, and so much more. Parking and admission are free, so don't you forget Patterson Rotary's Blues and Barbecue Festival. Saturday, September 13th from noon until 7 p.m. The rain date is Sunday, September 14th. For more information, go to PattersonBluesAndBBQ.com. That's the Patterson's Blues and B. Juddelson, Giordano, and Siegel. CPAPC is a full-service accounting, tax, and business consulting firm. JGS specializes in business succession planning, including ownership transition, management transition, as well as family and non-family transitions. The JGS staff works alongside you to solve the problems of your specific business or personal situation. JGS is conveniently located on Route 211 in Middletown, New York. To learn more, please contact JGS at 845 9-2-9500, or visit them on the web at www.jgspc.com. Juddelson, Giordano, and Siegel, your essential partner in business. Hi, this is Sarah O'Connell. Welcome back to the second half of Radio Rotary. You are listening to a wonderful music bed because today Jonah Trebowasser, my co-host, and I are joined by Rotarian and also Managing Director Lou Trapani of the Center for Performing for Performing Arts at Rhinebeck, Rhinebeck, New York. And included in their season this year is Greece. That's right. So we've been talking to Lou about some of the behind 
behind the scenes things that go on, some of the events coming up at the um, center. And for our listeners who have just joined us, Lou, why don't we just give another uh, shout out about the event that that is your one big hoo-ha fundraiser. But it's a lot of fun. It's a friend raiser as well. It is. Viva Las Vegas, starring Johnny Dell as Fat Elvis, which I think is incredibly funny <laughs> with his great backup group. And that is Saturday, the uh, 27th of September. Admission is free. There is a cash bar. There is Johnny performing. There is a live auction. There is silent auction. Games of chance. And you can win center tickets and T-shirts and hats and things like that. So it's a once-a-year thing for us, and we really do need to make it happen. And the phone number is? 845-876-3080 to order tickets. That's Tuesday through Friday between the hours of noon and 5, Saturday 1 to 5. But you can always go online, www.centerforperformingarts.org. You know, folks, that's how I get my tickets. I go online. You can print them right on your home computer. It's very very convenient. But if you're not, yeah. not capable of doing that, as I struggle with that type of technology <laughs> sometimes, and also I like to talk to a human being, and that's the great thing about the but center. Wait a minute, wait a minute. You like to talk to human beings? You do talk like to me to, every week. I talk to. I like to talk to uh, to human beings. That's what I'm saying. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I do. <laughs> so, Lou, I suck it up. But anyway, yes. there are a lot of people on staff, and there are a lot of people who are attached to the center there, and that's what's nice about it. There's all different levels of experience, um, and uh, all ages, and people from all walks of life. And so, I, I'll tell you something. Again, you get Broadway quality for which you'd have to pay $100, $150 a ticket for a ticket price that ranges from, what, Lou, 22 to $26, right? 20 to $26, yeah. Okay. And so, then there's the Saturday morning family shows, which are $9 and $7. Oh, you can't beat that. Can't beat that. And, you know, we have a great field trip program for high schools and homeschoolers and middle schoolers, and they can see a show for $8. It's less than a movie. That's tremendous. It's a fabulous so, program. So, tell us what's coming up this fall. We're going well, to start out with Grease. Yep, Grease on closes the, on the boards in September, now. and... Uh, the fundraisers on the 27th. And then we have a play directed by Ellen Honig. You remember Ellen? Oh, I worked with Ellen many times. She's a sweetheart yep. and a very talented person. Very talented. And she's directing a play by a fellow named Bill Kane. And the play is called Equivocation. That's not the same Bill Kane that, that uh, created Batman. No. Oh, no. Okay. No. This is a different fellow. And uh, this play, Equivocation, is very interesting. It's kind of. Is it a new piece? Is it a new It's about work? three or four years old. It okay. opened at the Oregon uh, State Shakespeare Festival. Gotcha. It's played at the Kennedy Center in Washington, and we're doing, I think, probably the first performance in New York. The play is very interesting. It's the gunpowder plot of 1605, uh-huh. and the premise is, what if William Shakespeare was hired to be the spin doctor slash 007? <laughs> <laughs> wow. So that's a it's lot a very, of fun. very clever plot. It is a very clever play. So that's playing from October the 3rd through October the 12th, and then we have a big dance show in October, and part of the dance show is a dance intensive. So we'll have uh, some professional dancers teaching with with us from the 13th through the 17th of October during the day, and then we'll have the Danby Project and the Eric Hawkins Dance Company performing on the 17th, 18th, and 19th of October, so that's very exciting. And something, Jonah, that you should have come out for, opening <laughs> on October the 24th, Peter Pan. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The Peter Pan. Oh, and that's we're actually wonderful. hiring the foys, and we're going to be flying, flying people. By so foys? Let's flying people. Let's tell all our over listening the audience. No, wait, wait, wait. 
that wait, wait, means wait, wait, wait. that Lou, Peter wait. Pan. Well, yeah. I was going to explain yes, that Peter Pan. Yeah. You can do it without having people flown around the stage, suspended in midair. But you, um, there is a company called Foys that is the only company that's contracted to do this show, and they come in and they do all the rigging and they manage it and they teach you how to fly the actors around on, because safety wire. safety is oh, yeah. first. Yeah. But a, Peter Pan couldn't be Peter Pan if you didn't have the you know Tink. And, well, there's there's two traditions, all. madam, in Peter Pan. Number one, flying by Foy. Number two, Peter is always played by a petite redhead. Uh huh. So are you ready to harness up? <laughs> <laughs> are you ready to harness uh, up? You know, it's a great story. I was never Peter. Actually, I have to tell you, I was I was Tinkerbell. Is that right? Yeah. I have to tell the, you a, a great story. Well, in a dance company, because in the stage production, is it still a light? Is she a light? We're going to do it as a light. Are you going to do it as a light? Sometimes they do it as an actor. Right. But, yeah. A great but, yeah, Peter Pan story. Yeah, in a dance company, I was Tinkerbell. M- Mary Martin, the first lady of American musical theater, was, of course, mm-hmm. famous as Peter Pan. And they flew her, and they did have a little bit of a mishap, and she crashed into... Uh, you? No, not me. I wasn't on the show at the time. <laughs> but they, she crashed into a, a piling uh, backstage. Um, and broke her arm and finished the show with a broken arm. All right. Uh-huh. And the next, and she, they put her in a cast. She went on the next right. night because she was a great trooper. But they flew her up and she passed by a brass plaque that said, on this date, Mary Martin <laughs> broke her arm on this spot. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know? right. And I think that brass plaque is you still You know, in I, the, a little share. The I have a, a very good, uh, very old friend um, whose father was a scenic painter and um, he was on that show. He was on that crew uh-huh. and so he knew her of course and he um, had some fairy powder fairy dust from the original right? Broadway show and my daughter when she dressed up one year for Halloween wanted to be Tinkerbell and he gave her the fairy dust for her little pouch well, uh, uh, which uh, I have now under lock and key because it's probably worth a fortune on yes. one, one, one more Peter Pan, with that, one more exactly. Peter Pan story All right, before it became a musical it was a, it was a comedy play and guess who played Captain Hook when it opened uh, oh I don't Broadway. know who did Boris Karloff, oh. Captain Hook, and I met one of the juveniles who was a kid, you know, uh-huh. one of the Lost Boys. Right. He was a. I worked with him, and he was a, a of course, a, an adult by that time. And he um, said that he had his bar mitzvah in the middle of the run of the show oh, on boy. Broadway in, uh-huh. the, in the early fifties, and Boris Karloff came to his bar mitzvah. <laughs> so, he was supposed to be a very sweet man. Oh yeah. Everybody who knew him said he was just adorable. Yeah. 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 Uh, you know, uh, but it's it's got a long, great theater uh-huh. tradition, yeah. and I'm sure the Center for this Performing Arts. This is very Arts exciting. Yeah, so that opens do a terrific uh, job on October the twenty fourth. It goes to show you, good work always holds up. Yes. Oh, yeah. this is an old chestnut, but it um, yeah. it's and how many people will you have in the cast? Luke, we do don't know. Think? We haven't quite finished the casting yet, so uh-huh. we'll see. We had uh, uh, about thirty eight children show up for the mm-hmm. audition because everybody wants to be Wendy and John, uh, <laughs> and uh, the adults came. A separate night and we're seriously looking we'll probably follow the tradition of uh, using a woman right. as Peter because that's right. sort of the way it's been done now Kathy Rigby's doing it right now on tour is that right uh-huh. yeah so we were lucky to get it but there's actually. been some outstanding actions yeah, Mary so you Martin got the right. Sandy yeah. Duncan Kathy it's out. Rigby yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah no we were very lucky to get it so anyway that that's October the 24th and that closes on November the 9th and then right after that here's another show you should have come out for Jonah it's the Sunshine <laughs> 
Sunshine Boys. Neil Simon's The Sunshine Boys. I'm too Boys. young for The Sunshine Boys. Well, I don't know. That opens on Friday, wow. November the 14th. He says, so he thinks. Uh, anyway, closes on the 23rd of November. Just so where can we get this information if people are you in their car, You can go to our Luke. website, and everything's on there, www.centerforperformingarts.org. Everything's on the web. But our new brochure, will it should be out, actually, now. We're in September, so it should be out. You should have gotten it. We mail 25,000 of those three or four times a year. If you're on our mailing list, if you're a member, you will get one. Mm-hmm. And everything is in there. All the times, all the prices, uh, descriptive of the show, all the classes. We have a new subscription series where you can buy three tickets to three different shows and mm-hmm. save a lot of money. Oh, you wow. actually, That's you actually, really the way to do it is you actually the save one whole ticket price. And it helps the theater, too. Yeah. You know, it's great for everybody. So how many people are on staff at full-time full at the time, center? Full-time, there are five of us. Five full-time people. Yeah. One TD, myself, director of education, public relations, and a box office manager. And you know, Lou, this has been such a great conversation. The time's flown by. We only have a minute left. Give us the rest of the schedule right through December, and then the phone number and the website one okay, more time. Okay, so right after the Sunshine Boys opening on December the 5th is the stage play of It's a Wonderful Life, and that's going to run for three weekends. It closes on the 21st. And then after Christmas, on the 27th and 28th, our good friend David Temple is going to be performing. And the phone number again for tickets, 845-876-3080. You can call us Tuesday through Friday between the hours of noon and 5, Saturday 1 to 5, always online, 24 hours a day, www.centerforperformingarts.org. Lou Trapani, thanks for everything you do. to Thank you. Theater Alive in the Hudson Valley, and thanks for joining us once again on Radio Rotary. Thanks to both of you. Thank you so much. Good to see you. Yes. Who brings us Radio Rotary this week? Well, Radio Rotary is sponsored by JGS, your central partner for all of your accounting and business consulting needs. Please call them at 845-692-9500. And by Salisbury Bank and Trust, your local bank for all of your personal business and wealth management needs. Visit them at salisburybank.com. And by the featured Rotary Clubs of Kinderhook Tri-Village, Millbrook, Nanuet, Newburgh, and New City. For the entire Radio Rotary team, our producer, Sue Naglieri, my co-host, Sarah O'Connell, and our engineer, Jay Verzi. This is Jonah Trebois, so thanking you for tuning in and inviting you to join us again this same time next week for another edition of Radio Rotary. And don't forget our website, radiorotary.org. Hudson Valley Rotarians invite you to support Shelterbox USA as they provide disaster relief aid for victims around the world. Shelterbox disaster response teams are on site assessing people's needs and ensuring that your invaluable support goes directly to those who need it most. For more information and to donate, go to shelterboxusa.org. That's shelterboxusa.org.